Take a break from your busy schedule and join Harold Sala for Guidelines for Living. God does great and unsearchable things, wonders without number, said Job long ago. Then he explained. He gives rain on the earth and sends water on the fields. Seldom, however, do we think of a rain shower as being a wonder or something of awe. Yet when you consider the complexity of the whole process which we take for granted, it's wholly a different issue. Let's start with the obvious. Where does rain come from? From the sky, a six-year-old would say impatiently. Right, that's the direction. But how does the rain get there? Well, condensation and cooling, a high schooler would contribute to the conversation. Right, but it's still not quite that simple. Anyone who has been to the Middle East knows that one of the great challenges and problems is how to find enough water for survival. Subsequently, water has become a weapon in the ongoing struggle for survival. So for rain to fall in Israel, water would have to be evaporated in the blue Mediterranean seas, and the winds and atmospheric conditions would have to come together to move that inland a considerable distance. John Piper explains, If one inch of rain falls on one square mile of farmland during the night, that would be 27,878,400 cubic feet of water, which is 206,300,160 gallons, which is 1,650,501,280 pounds of water, end quote. Wow, that's heavy any way you look at it. So the water has to change forms to join the clouds overhead, then form molecules around dust particles and gently flow down to earth without damaging the crops. And by the way, don't forget that the Mediterranean is ocean, water, or sea, which also means it contains salt water, which would kill the crops. So God does a desalinization process, removing the salt from the water. Awesome, says Job of the whole process. How better describe what we take for granted as the clouds gather and we casually say, well, it looks like we're in for a shower. The reality is we take so many of the wonders of God's handiwork for granted from the miracle of conception as a single cell is formed with the entire genetic code in place to the way our bodies breathe clean air and the oxygen is carried through the bloodstream to the veins and capillaries of your body. No, I don't see the molecules of water form in the clouds overhead, nor do I see the oxygen carried through my body, which keeps me alive. Yet all of this is part of God's handiwork, which I take for granted day by day. It is little wonder that David cried out, Your works are wonderful, I know that full well. With all of our scientific sophistication and knowledge, we have overlooked the miracle of life that is necessary to sustain us day by day. Sometimes it's good to stop everything, find a quiet place of solitude, and lift your voice toward heaven, saying, Father, thanks for what I take for granted every day. Life, breath, health, the use of my limbs, the ability to hear and see, and the privilege of thanking and praising you. Forgive me for taking your care for granted. Then remind yourself of what Jesus said as he called attention to the lilies of the field that you are of more value than these. When you see clouds form and you smell ozone that comes with rain, remind yourself that God hasn't forgotten you.
To the contrary, his care for you is awesome. It's a reminder God knows your needs and you can count on him. You've just heard Guidelines for Living. For more practical and inspirational messages, visit guidelines.org. If you find our devotionals helpful and would like to share them with others, consider supporting our ministry with a donation. Again, that's guidelines.org. Thanks for listening to Guidelines for Living.